This is the Sikkim Podcast. The Sikkim Podcast is a production of Baylor Athletics. Now, here are your hosts, Brooke Bednars and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's Sikkim Podcast, a production of Baylor Athletics. We're glad you're with us. John Morris, Brooke Bednars, and Brooke, busy time here in the spring, but add to the schedule this week, the Baylor Green and Gold Scrimmage coming up this Saturday. Yes, it is such an exciting time. We have so much going on, I feel, with track and baseball and softball. And then we get to kind of take a moment and switch our heads back across the river to McLean Stadium, get people in there, get excited for football season, and to continue building off of that big Sugar Bowl win. Looking forward to it. It is Saturday noon central time for the the finale for spring, and we're pleased to have with us Baylor head football coach Dave Aranda. And, Coach, appreciate your time. No, thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks very much. Uh, It is a busy time. I'm, I'm guessing for you, Maybe there's not a, a time that's not busy <laughs> for you. What after the Sugar Bowl? I mean, you've you still got a little recruiting. Did you get away? Did you have a little time to get away before spring started? Uh, not really. Yeah. You know, I think there was, there was probably a week in there uh, just right after the game. And I think, you know, I was sick during that time. I think most of my family was. I think a lot of the staff probably was and the team was. I think it was that was at the stage to where – I think COVID was kind of coming back, um, mm-hmm. you know, going into that game with some of the precautions that we took coming in late for the game and then, you know, holding the guys into uh, or keeping them kind of in the hotel and not letting them out until the uh, the night of the game or after the game. And so, you know, those plane, those plane ride backs, um, I think, you know, was probably a thing. And then <laughs> we're all back here, back home in Waco. I think everyone – you know, um, uh, dealt with it then, but yeah, so it's been continuing, um, you know, one thing after the other in terms of breaking stuff down, building it up. And, you know, I think, you know, trying to get young guys to take that next step forward in terms of their growth and progression, you know, maturity, uh, wise off the field, you know, accountability and responsibility on the field. And so those things I wish were, um, you know, I probably imagine we would all like them to be just real clean and straight and narrow, but they're, you know, good days and bad days and all of it. And so I think we've had our fair share of those. But I appreciate just the staff and the team, just their everyone's ability to kind of look at what's real and and really deal with that because it's, it's enough to keep you uh, uh, to keep you busy and keep you working. And then I think the end result is going to be, you know, we're we're transforming stuff that's real and so we're hoping that that comes out uh, here come you know this fall well let me say this publicly I've told you this privately but congratulations what a great season big 12 championship the way that culminated the uh, last second win over Oklahoma State in the big 12 championship game and then follow that up with the uh, Sugar Bowl win over a really good Ole Miss team Uh, best season in Baylor football history now, some, some folks may argue is the best team, but best season in Baylor football history, I don't think there's much argument with that. No, well, I appreciate that. I, you know, I look at just the the buy-in from um, a core group of guys that are about to get drafted here coming up that just it, it – uh, you know, there's a lot of work on both on both sides of it, on their side, because this is yet another coach and – 
he's way different than the other coach and what does this stuff have to do with football and 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 uh and all that and you know the way that we did it had won and not so sure that the way this coach is talking about it can win so i think there's a, a leap there because uh, there's a gap for sure you know um and then i think from from the coach's side of it is you know um getting to you know past the just the 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 player um profile past what can be accomplished on the field and really see who the people are and i think you know i think a lot of coaches won't admit it but i do feel as if when you do come in new there is a tendency um to to see coach to see kids that you that you you are actively recruiting and when you get them to school you see them different than the kids that you are are already recruited there for you and I think you really have to work hard to not to not see that difference, to see them all as your kids, and to to um, you know I, I think kids are going to be very um, uh, aware of that and on the lookout for that, and I think their radars pick that up um, you know miles away, and I and I I think coaches on them for the most part um, don't have that self awareness to see it. And I think they just, I think there's a control, probably part of us all that um, like to think, like to think that we're kind of, um, was it like the the great and powerful Oz, you know, back there, <laughs> right? Just, yeah. just kind of uh, manufacturing and, and manipulating things. And so I think we got, you got to get past all of that. So like, that's a thing, but you know, I just, in the question, man, there's just so many things, you know, I'm, I'm glad that everyone was together with it and worked kind of hand in hand because I think some of it is you know I think so much of it is you're always worried about outcome and worried about kind of what you're achieving and the things that we're talking about was like how we're doing it right and what's the process and how we're treating people and I think it's a way different view of it I think it's easy to like nod your head to it when you're a coach but it's another thing to be in it and you know, hey, there is an outcome, but we're not worried about that. We're worried about how we're doing it, and I think that's a whole other thing. And so, you know, there's different levels of that kind of sinking in, and uh, I feel like we went through all of them, you know. Well, I know, speaking for John and I, it was a lot of fun to be talking about. We had the tailgate show every home game for a Saturday. John on the road calling all of those games and talking about person over player and what it means to be uncommon and we were talking about those all season and for everyone you know that was listening and were talking with us it was new it was exciting and there was a little bit of well what does this have to do with football like you just said and then to see it all come to fruition and to see all of that success that you guys had it was a lot of fun for us to be a part of and to see and so for you to have been able to kind of walk with those guys who were already here, who had all those coaching changes, and to see that change in them, that had to be fruitful for you to not only see the success on the football field, but also see the way your team was truly buying in and ha kind of made that turn. Yeah, I think, you know, coming from value as opposed to doing doing this or doing that or accomplishing this or getting that done just for value are two way different things. And I think um, there's a lot of coaches, you know, a few that work with us that, that have had to really, you know, do some 
you know, I think we're so used to kind of looking outward, but to put a mirror in, in front of you and to to look at yourself that way of like, you know, guys coming up, um, really being trained that, hey, in order to get some value for your team, you have to do this. You have to accomplish that. You have to, and so to, to, to you know, take a time out from that and then to say that, you know, um, your value is going to come from who you are, the type of teammate you are, the type of energy you bring, the type of, uh, um, you know, um, companionship and friendship that you bring, the type of comp- competition you bring in practice, right? And then you can kind of keep building it as it goes in terms of, um, you know, the value that you're feeling empowered now to to achieve, I think is just a way different thing. And, um, yeah, it, it's... I don't know. I, I know just, just for me, that's where I'm, I'm my best. Right. And so, you know, I wish there'd be other spots where that, you know, I felt that in other programs, but it's almost like, you know, we're doing, we're trying to do the opposite of like everybody else. Cause <laughs> like, I don't even know, like some of the stuff we're doing right now, I don't really know. I just know, I just don't want to do it like that. Mm-hmm. Like what we did and what I've been used to, you know, and it's just, um, I think it's, there is a huge trust that comes with that. And, you know, I'm, I'm, um, very conscious of that, of, uh, of, uh, you know, the responsibility that that bears, because I think, you know, people, you know, they, they have dreams for themselves. They have, you know, their successes that they want to achieve and there's all these things and to, um, you know, to not focus on those things and to focus on how they're treating people on their worst day is generally not something people want to really think about or do. And so, you know, it takes a a commitment and a a true intention to do that. And I appreciate that, you know, we're trying. You mentioned uh, some of the guys, some real key contributors to that Big 12 championship Sugar Bowl championship team are, are moving on now. Some of those guys, a uh, good number, are going to have a chance to play professional football. You had your pro day here on March 30th, and I just thought that was a, a great, a well-run event. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seemed like all the scouts, the the GMs that were here, really appreciated the way that Baylor, Baylor football, and our you know athletics and performance uh, staff really ran that pro day. Yeah, I thought you know. Um... Dennis Pullian and and our, our administrative crew really did a great job putting that together, and um, you know proud of of you know the um, the show that we put on. Proud of our team coming out. I think the majority of our team was there, right, supporting those guys, and uh, thought that all of that was just way cool. You know, I think you know, just yesterday speaking to two. GMs um, about our our guys and you know the majority of our guys are going to get drafted I mean this is coming from them just yesterday is that you know they don't see a lot of free agents in that mix they see a lot of guys getting drafted so it's just really really cool to hear and I think you know it it, it's it's the, the 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 thing that really pushes people over I mean you have to be a player you have to have a level of uh athletic ability and talent but the thing that pushes people over right is their character and is their what type of teammate they are right um you know can they be can they 
protect the team and live their life in such a way that they're not going to bring anything harmful to the team. And it's just all of those things just come up when you talk to these, the, the GMs and all of it. And, you know, the coaches, the head coaches. And, uh, you know, I think it's, it's a great message to take to our younger players, our freshmen and our sophomores that are kind of coming up. But I think, you know, um, I don't know. I think that lesson is hard to learn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's hard to, maybe it's hard to hear. I don't know. I think you have to, uh, you know, I think you can hear it from other people. I think there's some folks that have to just go through it themselves. One thing that stuck out to me when I was there watching is, uh, aside from just the solid performance from everyone that we saw, which was great for them to add to the tape of already all of those great games from last year, um, but was really the note that you, you kind of mentioned of the fact that pretty much your entire team that wasn't partaking in Pro Day was there and they weren't just there as quiet bystanders they were cheering they were supportive they were intently watching it was really neat to see some of the linemen who chose to come back to watch all of that going on and to see how the scouts were interacting with the guys in pro day and stuff like that so it was I loved being able to witness all of that and see kind of the wheels turning of coach Aranda has been preaching to this guy these guys they bought in just like I'm buying in and look at the fruits of the labor. The fact that all of those scouts were there. I mean, it was a packed pro day. Um, different leagues were there. It was just, it was pretty neat. And so for you to kind of see those wheels turn of the guys that you're getting back this year, what are your thoughts on that? And how beneficial was them seeing a pro day like that? And the, the benefits that, you know, are about to come as the NFL draft is next week. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I appreciate you saying those words. I'm. I'm excited for our our core of guys. I think you know they've they've completely earned it. And you look at like Jalen Petrie and Terrell and and Ebner and uh, JT and just the whole group. Ty, um, you know Abram. I think the you know they're who they are off the field and you know they're their willingness to put in work and their learner's mindset and everything on the field that are really the separators. And it comes up again and again with the people that are evaluating them. And so it's just way cool. So excited for the draft for them. I think as for the team, you know, being there, I think that, um, you know, the, and, and this is going to come up in our, our season for this year. It's just the amount of road games that we have, um, the uh, environments that we'll be in. You know, we're going to be targeted, I'm sure. Um, and so, you know, there's there's not really going to be any sneaking up on, on anybody. And so I think, you know, to go into an environment that's that's tough and to bring your own energy and not, not leave it up to chance that you're going to catch something or – you're going to deflect whatever's coming at you and, and turn it into something else, but create your own energy and be intentional, I think is way, um, is, uh, a way important tool. And, um, you know, we were able to, to, I think that's developed in practice. I think that's like a, it's practice 10 or 11 of a spring, spring ball or practice, you know, 15 of a fall camp of, the dog days of all of it and you're not feeling it 
and it's got to be a choice over feelings and just all of that. And so like to see that come out in the pro day with some of our guys, I think they're just, they're starting to get used to like, this is how we do it. So that part is cool. Um, I think the next step for the, for the guys that are returning is, is just the, you know, there is an element of like, maybe I'm a younger player and, uh, you know, my, you know, my role in 21 was limited, uh, when I was on the grass or on, you know, when I was playing, I was doing this, but maybe academically there wasn't, there wasn't, I I'm not feeling a strong expectation of me or maybe leadership wise, there wasn't a strong expectation of me. So there's some of just get my feet wet, kind of just, you know, um, uh, gliding through this thing. And so if that was the case, which I hope that wasn't the case, but if that was the case and now we're into the next year, well, there's some growth, man, that has to happen. There's some reflection and growth and let's get better and let's be intentional about this and that. And so I think the hard part is human nature is, well, I just did it this way and we had a lot of success, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and why can't this happen again? Yeah. You know? And so it's like that right there is, is a hard nut to crack. And so I think, um, that's where we're at right now. Yeah, I think is is guys that have to step out of a comfort zone and grow and take the the reins of either responsibility or take the reins of leadership. And um, you know, this group that's that's leaving us, someone has to be able to step up. And so, and when they step up, then everyone else has to step up, and it just becomes a real a transformation of your team and. For us to do that in the right way to, that serves the whole person and not just specifically the team uh, is way important. And so we'll see. But we're in uh, kind of the middle rounds of that of a heavyweight fight with that. Spring is very much that, that transition period, you know. Some of the guys that have been real contributors, they're moving on. Or the guys stepping up, like you said. Uh, we're in the fa final week of spring with the green and gold scrimmage coming up Saturday. Where would you say you are in accomplishing your goals of what you wanted to get done this spring? Yeah, um, I appreciate that. So we talked about um, own the standard. We talked about um, we, um, not me. And then it doesn't matter, get better. And I think, you know, the doesn't matter, get better, I think, has been really strong. I think there's been, there's been, um, you know, um, strong scrimmages, strong competitive situations where, you know, it's tilted one way, but there's been fight on the other side to make it competitive or there's been maybe a slow start and a real strong finish. And so there's never been kind of a fog or a lull that's taken over the team. And, and I credit it to the, you know, the mindset and, and awareness that, uh, you know, you may not be in control of your circumstance, but you sure are in charge of your choices and let's choose right. And so I think the we, um, not me, I think is, is um, still in a process. I think we're still building that. I think there's, there's a strong community and a strong, sense of belonging on the team but I think there's guys that um, you know there's almost a, a hierarchy that has to kind of uh, either um, that has to ascend I guess and in terms of where each person fits in that I think we as coaches um, have a role in that in terms of helping guide guys to kind of roles and fits and then I think the team has to be able to um, 
you know, has to build respect dudes that earned it both on and off as opposed to just maybe guys that talk a lot. And so I think we're still in that in that fight right there of kind of what's what. And then the own the standard, I think, is the biggest one. I think for coaches and players, I think for coaches to continuing to see uh, players as people and to um, see recruits as, as people. And then for players to, um, you know, that you're more than just uh, a football player, that you're a student athlete and then education is important and to spend time on it. And so the own the stand, another way of saying own the standard is it's bigger than just football, dude, you know, yeah. <laughs> on both the coaches and the player side. But that's just very hard, you know. It's one thing to say that when it's, you know, January or something or February. It's another thing to say when you're in football and in spring. And so I think, um, you know, I think that is still that is still uh, a thing that's that has to be developed because it's it's not just when things are good. It's when things are bad. And, and are you you don't feel like going to class? Are you giving your effort to class? You don't feel like finishing this paper? Are you going to finish it the right way or just you know, turn it in. And so all of those things are just continual fights. I went back and I listened to all the coaches' media availabilities throughout spring. And um, one thing, not all, I want to make sure I mention that, not all of the rooms are young, but a good chunk of them are. And we're going to get to see more playing time from some of the guys who maybe we just saw here and there uh, make impact plays for us last season. But one thing that you you mentioned, and I kind of want you to have a chance to elaborate on, was seeing those young guys crossing the bridge. Um, I want to give you the opportunity to kind of explain what you meant by that, going from if people aren't aware, the practice facility is on one side and <laughs> over on University Parks, and McLean is obviously across the river, um, across the bridge. Uh, so what has that been like for you in the few times that you guys have come over to McLean um, on the weekends. No, I appreciate that. So, you know, winning is a learned thing. It's a learned, um, it's a learned skill. And so you have to win at lower levels to give yourself a chance to win at the higher, more pressure, competitive, higher levels. You know, mastery at the lower levels gives you a chance to to um, to manage the the chaos of a higher higher level to manage parents expectations or disappointments or you know um, previous coaches or high school coaches criticisms or critique right or questions and to and so I just think like there's so much like everything is a thing you know and so you have to really um, knock stuff out where you're at. Cause I think the opposite of, of that, of what I'm talking about is like, well, you know, I'm in practice right now, but when we get to a game, I'll, I'll make that play. Mm -hmm. I'll, you know, when I'm a starter, you know, I'll be running to the ball. I'll, I'll knock this stuff out. Um, but you know, I'm just not a starter right now. So I don't, you know, I don't, I don't have the, the time to do all of this or it's not my time to do all of that. So that would be the opposite thought, and I think that's a, a common kind of human nature, you know, um, uh, you know, transit way. And so I, I just think, like, for last year, our our offensive people, particularly our, our linemen, when we crossed the bridge, went from, you know, our practice facilities. We'd have a great Tuesday practice, 
a great Thursday, and we're thinking, man, we're going to really kind of have a coming out thing on Saturday. But I know for me, like, I did not take into account just the crossing of the bridge, the getting, once we cross the bridge, the music kind of starts as we enter the stadium. There's there's parents in the stadium. There's, you know, just the 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 levels, and you look up, and you see all the levels, and you know, there's media there at, at the stadium afterwards. And so there's kind of an accountability piece to all that. And so it just becomes like a, a thing. It's a bigger thing. And so we did not train for that. Like I did not give them enough training for that. I was, you know, a lot, I mean, a lot of that was my fault. Like, you know, Tuesday and Thursday, you know, thinking that Saturday was going to be the same. I didn't account for the, the, the higher level of it. And so this year we made sure to talk about it quite a bit and explain kind of what we just what what we explained here and yeah we've been killing it I mean there, there's been freshman receivers on slant routes or making contested catches and you know freshman O linemen uh, pulling and and capturing linebackers and running them ten yards down the down the field and just there hasn't been any hesitation and so i think some of that also is just the belief of like hey i think if we listen it's going to work whereas <laughs> there probably wasn't that last year either you know so you had to continue continue to try to fight just uh, um you know negative negative thoughts and negative stories that come up in people's heads so but yeah it's been really good i think you know, the spring game will be yet another level, and so um interested to see that. But, you know, there's been a few freshmen that have really uh, stood out. Any of those uh, names you want to give us that you can talk about? Uh, just guys that have caught your eye knowing that uh, they may have a chance to play a more prominent role this year. Yeah, the first would be uh, Armani Winfield's receiver has really done well. I think he's he's been put in a bunch of situations and – you know, I think he's been um, he's been moved, um, you know, um, inside and outside at receiver, and has made contested catches and has uh, has continued to uh, to improve. You could see the difference in him just one week after the next. George Miley, an offensive line, has continued to impress. I think he uh, his confidence is growing and and. Uh, you know, his scrimmage grades have been good. Typically, like we're talking, there's be a drop-off in that, and there just hasn't been, just been a steady uh, a steady incline. And then Kelsey, our tight end, is the other one. I think he's, we're expecting Kelsey to play quite a bit, and so I think he's on the field uh, for us a lot and um, is blocking and catching and doing, I mean, you know, it's almost like follow him because that's where the ball is going to go, and so there's been a fair amount of that and he's been eating it up so excited you know we still got some other guys that are making moves too but uh those are those are three um that uh, on offense for sure that have really shown well in addition to those new faces uh you have some on your coaching staff um do you want to kind of go down the line and kind of knock out some of those new faces and how they got here to Baylor and what they've meant already in their first spring with you. Yeah, so uh, Dallas Baker is our receiver coach, and so you know it was uh, shortly after uh, the um, the um, AFCA convention, which was in San Antonio, where you started to hear rumblings about uh, Notre Dame and Chancey and and um, 
we we fought to try to keep Chancey around and just a big fan of him and his family and just his you know everything he's about and so you know it ended up being something that he couldn't say no to and so I think you know from that from that moment it just became really clear that dude this is like the however many receiver coach you know for these guys for some of them anyways a lot of them are young but this is like the we have we've got to be able to get someone that that um can make an investment and pour into guys and um really be a mentor i think of all of the position groups just kind of looking outside in from any program i think the receivers probably the dbs are where you're looking at the mentorship the most um and so uh, that being a, a big factor and so made a bunch of calls and had brought people in and um you know was was kind of fighting to see the to get a fit and heard about from a coach that um that i've clinicked with and known for a while heard about dallas and just everything he's saying with dallas just used to describing them kind of on you know i didn't ask a question he just kind of was given to me it was like everything that you would we would want and so was able to get him on the phone and eventually get him out here and he knocked it out man so i mean great mentor i think guys love him the receiver core is really playing well and they're playing for him and you know we've had parents of receivers come down um for um some of these scrimmages and stuff and they have told me that their kid you know loves uh loves dallas and so it's just way cool to see and i think they'll continue to improve just under his leadership you know he's won at high levels he's got a pro uh pedigree he's got great knowledge his care factor is the, is what sets him apart then you know ronnie wheat um ronnie was with me at lsu for four years he was an analyst so ronnie and i were way close and you know i think like with some of the other um lsu guys that we have here his thought was like i can't see dave like being like a head coach, how is this look going to look, you know? So I'm sure he was thinking that. And, and then um, you showed him. <laughs> and so I just, I knew, you know, there would be some kind of, um, you know, curiosity and, and almost, um, almost, um, um, you know, kind of cautiousness kind of moving forward, just not knowing what it's going to look like. But Ronnie's been, Ronnie's, Ronnie's been great. He's very smart. He's got a huge heart. I think he is going to be a star in coaching. And I think, you know, it's some of some of his growth right now is just maneuvering from, you know, like LSU will train you a certain way. We're trying to get him trained another way. And so I think he's in that he's in that pro- progression right now. And you know, the players love him right now. And and he's our special teams guy. So that that's been progressing really good. So I'm excited for for him and for his family and for, um, you know, what he can do and give us some stability back there. Nice. All right, the uh, green and gold scrimmage, and we don't want to refer to it as a game per se, right? Right. I mean, you wouldn't refer to it as a game. It's going to be a different format. Uh, What's that going to look like format-wise, and what do you want to get out of this final scrimmage this Saturday? Yeah, so – It'll be it'll be green versus gold, and we'll have ones and threes versus twos and fours, and there'll be guys that will have to switch jerseys uh, just because of limited numbers. And so there's some 
some of the breaks, you know, we'll have those tear-off jerseys where they're tearing <laughs> them on. And, and some of the big people, unfortunately, have to be able to do some of that. But I think this format gives us the best ability to show off some of the other spots where we do have skill and there is some depth. And so some, a few are sacrificing for for um, for other guys, you know. But I think the the main the main thing we're trying to get out of it is is who can uh, achieve yet again when the lights are on and who can uh, kind of seize the moment, you know, and, and in a way that's, that is, um, that is, um, you know, within our technique, within our scheme, within kind of what they've, um, um, what they've matured out of and what they've grown in. And so not, not something that's, that's uh, outside the lines or, or something where it's like all of a sudden the lights are on and now we're spazzing out. We want to be able to see, you know, a calm, a collectedness and kind of precision. And so I think that'll be the case with a few. I think with others, it's going to be, you know, hey, they are executing, man. Like some of our younger guys, like let's execute what's in front of us. You know, I think with some of the older guys, it's going to be more of a mindset of like, hey, I'm I'm taking control of this thing. I'm going with our younger guys, it's more of let's execute what's right in front of me, right? I can be counted on to do my job, and then we can take some other steps after the game, you know. So I think uh, I think it's going to be a big piece for us, you know, being that we are young in the skill spots. You know, a lot of eyes are going to be on, on, on those spots for sure. Overall, as you are gearing up the final days of practice before that, that final scrimmage, when you look back at the spring, when you look at all the moving pieces and how they've come together and where you are right now, satisfied with that? I am, yeah. You know, I think it's um, the team is a really close team. I think they're a confident team. You know, the, the two scrimmages that we've had, you you walk away from that going, man, you know, we, are, we look like a – like a like a uh, college football team, man. And I, there was not a s- scrimmage in spring a year ago where anyone said that anything <laughs> like that. I mean, because we would, you know, we would go over a hundred plays and we'd have no penalties or very few penalties. Um, and everything, you know, you could the line of scrimmage was violent. The tackling was good. I mean, everything was kind of um, was uh, really uh, polished and efficient, and so. You come away impressed like that. I think, you know, um, so the the areas for growth are like the big play abilities on both sides, right? On offense, you know, the the eighty yard you know run or the seventy yard throw and catch. There hasn't been a lot of those. It's been a lot of just constant kind of five yards here, eight yards here, seven yards here, twelve yards here. Uh, defensively, there hasn't been a bunch of, you know, our last game that we played, I think, what, what do we have, 10 sacks or something? Yeah. There hasn't been a lot of that. There's been, you know, you know, getting off the field on third down, making big stops, strong run defense, edges, you know, so it's a lot, it's been technically sound, and it's been, uh, you know, there hasn't been a bunch of ups and downs. And so I think for us, like, keeping that consistent with adding some uh, some big playability on both sides is really kind of the key, but we've got a few months for that.
Sounds like a solid foundation. Uh, very much so. Well, there's a lot of other subjects, a lot of other folks yeah. we could ask you about individually, but we need to let you go. And we do appreciate your time for this and uh, looking forward to the uh, green and gold scrimmage coming up this Saturday. No, well, thank you guys. Appreciate it. With Coach Dave Aranda and Brooke Bednarz, I'm John Morris. Again, the game comes up Saturday, noon central time. The uh, green and gold scrimmage at McLean Stadium, free to the public to come in and uh, get a look at this Baylor team uh, as they wrap up spring drills this Saturday. Hey, we appreciate you being with us. Uh, thanks to Coach Aranda. And that is this week's Sikkim Podcast. You've been listening to the Sikkim Podcast. The Sikkim Podcast has been a production of Baylor Athletics.